Super Talk Mississippi media production. Moondog Makers and Bakers Catering Services. Taking ordinary to extraordinary. Personal and home private nights to massive events. From wood-fired pizzas to full gras. Get your three-pack spice blend of moon dust, moon crust, and moon rocks. Hashtag what is Moondog? Familiar food done differently. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app. But of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us too, if you didn't know that. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And today, we're going to hear of another way that you can help our neighbors in the Delta who are continuing to. Uh, recover from the deadly tornadoes that happened a couple weeks ago and joining us today is Stacy. she's with the Mississippi Food Network and they have a fund that's going directly to help feed the families who have been devastated by the disaster so hey Stacy. hello how are y'all we're doing well okay I know it's been a busy bee there at the Mississippi Food Network anytime a disaster strikes you guys jump into action to help and provide relief but for those who may not understand how y'all do that there as an organization explain the mission of the Food Network so we are a distribution center where we have food here food and uh, beverages here shelf stable and fresh fruit and frozen protein here at Mississippi Food Network, Network that we provide to um, agencies and um, and areas like um, uh, Rolling Fork and um, Silver um, Silver Creek. Wait, oh gosh, I just forgot what the name of it. The disaster areas, Mm -hmm. and um, so we distribute the food to those areas and to make sure that they all have enough food for them and their families. Which y'all do also on a daily basis. Y'all have over 400 agency sites, but anytime that there is a natural disaster, because of your distribution network, you're able to get out a lot fast into those specific areas, knowing reputable places that can then turn around and, and, and feed into the homes that, that need it sort of the most. And you guys are specifically channeling, particularly funds for the next uh, couple of days, or if not today, that can go directly to helping the families there uh, of the tornadoes. Tell us about that. Yes. So any donation that um, someone makes online to us, we are doing a triple match. So any donation that someone makes, we will triple that match to get then go to those affected by the tornadoes in the um, Rolling Fork Silver City area. All righty. That's really cool. So how can we do that, Stacey? Is it just all online? Um, do we go to a certain website? What do we do? Yes, so you go online to www.msfoodnet.org, 
and there will be a donate button right there in front of you and you just click donate and you can insert any amount that you are able to give and we are very thankful for it. All righty. Well, that's uh, good information, Stacy, and I hope folks take advantage of that where they can turn their $1 into $3 today. Um, but also, I know that if you give at any time, if you put uh, disaster relief or a tornado relief or rolling fort or the Delta in the comments section, it makes sure that it goes directly to uh, the agencies uh, that are on the ground day in and day out, making sure those families get the, the things that they need, because it's going to be an ongoing need. It's not a quick fix, yes. and you need food. You know, you need food all the time so y'all are y'all are up to some good work so i appreciate your time stacy thank you so much rebecca for the invitation all right there you go as we will continue to bring all the good ways you can keep helping obviously there's great articles over at supertalk.fm if you would like to chime in uh there and see all the ways you, you continue just to give your support uh to the mississippi delta through food being one of them others still clean up and workforce with the american red cross and own and own and own and we know this we know the drill it's not going to be a overnight uh, recovery for our friends there and so we're just going to keep highlighting those specific ways that you can you you know, get the most out of your giving and make sure you're giving to those reputable, um, reputable places. Yeah, I let yesterday or oh, what day is it, Rhino? Is it Wednesday or is it Thursday? I don't know. It's been, you know, when you have a holiday week, yesterday was the Mondayest Tuesday I'd ever have. Today kind of feels like a Thursday, like tomorrow should be Friday. I'm really not, really not sure. But we owe a congratulation to uh, our American Idol contestants, at least two of them, Zachariah Smith and Colin Strau have advanced. So I think that's pretty cool. They're going on to the next round. I think both of them passed passed the test. Was it Monday night? Sunday no, don't night? Don't start me lying. I don't watch. Oh, y'all, it's just too much... Too much to keep up with, all the good that's going on uh, there. But I, I do know that they're both going to the next uh, rounds there for American Idol. If the you, round of 26. Yes, the round of 26. Uh, and they will be coming on um, sun, this Sunday. They will be back at 7 um, on ABC if you return there. I sort of swore American Idol was on Fox. I'm glad nobody's over here schooling me. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, they were... On Fox? And then they got canceled, and then they got brought back on a different network. Oh, so much. That's why it looks different now. So much to keep up with uh, these days, but such is life, um, but ongoing. Hey, today's a national day that I thought everyone can reminisce on or still enjoy, and it's National Grilled Cheese Day. You like it? Who, who, who doesn't like a grilled cheese? If you like cheese and you're I not mean, lactose intolerant. I don't dislike grilled cheese, but I do you, have a... It's you! No, no, no. I like grilled cheese. I just have a a thing where if I'm going to go to the effort of making a really good grilled cheese, mm -hmm. I also want to have a really good bowl of tomato soup with it. So yours is... They're just going to kind of go hand in hand. Like a, an El Cheapo, like just give me a craft single on two pieces of bread, grilled cheese. That doesn't need tomato soup because that's just like sustenance. You're just trying to get by. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to get a handful of different cheeses and you're going to actually get out the the skillet and put some butter in there and toast both sides in the skillet and melt the cheese if you go to any effort at all for a grilled cheese i feel like it needs a companion with the tomato soup i feel like your grilled cheese needs a companion anyway because i feel i feel like it's a great 
like addition to a bowl of soup, whether it's tomato or whether it's vegetable or whether you're sort of, you know, having it alongside some bacon or I don't know, something else um, because it's ooey gooey and warmy. It feels like it needs to have a friend. Uh, but I can't imagine not liking a grilled cheese. And my kid is on when we talked about what kicks are you on earlier this week? The youngest is on a severe grilled cheese kick, and she will wear certain things just slap out. And right now, we are wearing out the pan for, but she likes hers just and in four squares. She wants hers with just the butter and the toast and then the cheese, and you melt it, but then cut into four triangles, or I should say squares, but four triangles is the way she'll say it. And uh, she will eat them breakfast, uh, lunch, and, and dinner. From my perspective, man, there are so many worse things that you could be asking for for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We will go at it. But I feel like it's one of those things, too, we grow out of. Most of us don't just continue to have a love of grilled cheese unless it's accompanying your soups or your stews or, like, whatever else. We don't just have a grilled chill, grilled cheese for a meal past age 10, maybe? College, if you, but that's a different. I was about respect. to say you got to get to to college and out of college before it, it gets taken off the menu. I did mine in pizza sauce. Dan in Hattiesburg said so. You add there you go pizza sauce to your. Or gross, do you have the oh, pizza you, sauce to dip it in? You dip just like you do the tomato. I did. Soup. I dip. It meant to be dip. I oh so now it's like a quasi cheese stick. Yeah, kind of. But not especially as if you fry get and really like. I have about three or four different levels of grilled cheese, depending on how much time and energy I want to put into it. Like I, I talked about the really frou-frou grilled cheese where you get the butter and the skillet and the fancy mm-hmm. cheeses and all that. The next step down from that might actually be my favorite type of grilled cheese, mm-hmm. where you're not going to dirty up a pan, but you are going to dirty up an appliance. If you have one of those plug-in like electric sandwich makers... Or it's kind of like a panini press mm-hmm. or, or George Foreman. So not a toaster. Right. You're not toasting it, but you sit the bread on there, put the cheese on there, put the bread on there, and close it up. And it kind of cooks a, an indentation into it, so it pulls apart. And, when you have it? Oh, yeah. So grilled cheese or cheese toast, if you had to choose? Dun, grilled dun, cheese. Dun, 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 dun. It's just more to it, it feels like. Well, I mean, because technically, if you have two pieces of cheese toast, it's like having a grilled cheese, but not. And then many on the text line are, are holler. I can hear them from their car. Ham! Bacon! But that's no longer a grilled cheese. Like, if you put Is it not? ham on a grilled cheese, that's a hot ham and cheese. Oh, we're getting technical on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Here <laughs> 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 on here on Good Things. I Okay. Is right or right or wrong? If you add bacon or or ham to your what what makes it a grilled cheese? Like what stipulates it? What when have we veered past it being a grilled cheese? 601-879-4395. More gooey goodness for you coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. You can watch good things. We're on computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can find good things too on C Spire TV. If you've got that, we're on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. And don't forget, too, you can always catch good things in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts. And first up, Rhino is correct. I know you like hearing that statement, Rhino. <laughs> you hear it more often here on Good Things than I ever do. And if you're wondering what he's right well, about. Well, that wasn't the first one that came in. Mike from Grand Bay chimed in first. Oh, Rhino's wrong. Rhino's wrong. Oh, I like that. And then literally 60 seconds later, Rhino is correct. And so we are at a 50-50 split here, which is usually how the Good Things fam rolls whenever we're talking about food. And today happens to be National Grilled Cheese Day. And we're in the debate of, like, when is it no longer a grilled cheese when you start adding all the things to it? And then it turns into a grilled or a pressed or a panini or a ham and cheese sandwich or a bacon, you know, whatever it may be. And I don't know if there's really a, there's not a right or wrong answer to no. it. Um, I would say if you if you have more cheese, then you have other proteins that's melty and, you know, you can pull it and gooey apart. Then you're probably in the grilled cheese spectrum. But I guess a traditional grilled cheese would just be some form of butter, mayo, bread for the moistening. I think it's pretty specifically loaf bread. Like just standard. I don't think I've ever seen a grilled cheese croissant. (laughs) Maybe we could start something. Or a ciabatta grilled cheese. I don't know. Ciabatta sounds really nice with the grilled cheese. (laughs) Maybe you could make a little homemade loaf bread. I don't know. You're probably right. Hoagie would not make the same kind of grilled cheese. Now, this really is very Americana because it's basically your bunny bread, wonder bread, kind of white, completely enriched, stripped of all nutrients kind of bread with your quasi-faux cheese, which comes in the little plastic flappity flap flap, whatever. And I know you can make it It's with, closer to the wrapper than actual cheese. Right. And I know you can make it from fresh cheeses or other sliced cheeses if you would like to get fancy but let's be honest it says it on the package of the faux faux cheese and it's not completely faux but it's not completely fresh either um pressed cheese should i say they call it cheese product for a reason right then it was made for the american grilled cheese i wonder where grilled cheeses came from we couldn't have been the first people to decide that that was a good thing to do no that seems like it would be a very french thing it does. They do love their bread. They do love their cheese. And they love overcomplicating stuff. Because you think about just bread and cheese, that's easy. You just pick up a piece of bread, pick up a piece of cheese. But then the French would have to complicate it and turn it into a grilled cheese. Well, if we're complicating, complicating our definition of grilled cheese today on good things, someone said fried bologna inside a grilled cheese will make you slap your mama. Someone else said drop a fried egg on top of the grilled cheese. It's the best. Because then, Showing how much money you got right about now. Because <laughs> then that's still technically a grilled cheese because the protein that's added is on top, not on the inside. So if you put a fried egg on the on the top, then you're just adding to your grilled cheese. You're not changing the structure. Can't hide money if you're adding fried eggs to stuff nowadays. What about Sonic has steak and bacon grilled cheese sandwich? They didn't get the memo, Rhino. <laughs> Everything, and we have some that says anything else that you add to it, it's now we're in the sandwich category. 
I would say there is one caveat to that with bacon, because I don't consider bacon necessarily a sandwich meat when it's on a sandwich. It's more of a condiment. You would. Technically, I guess. Because, I mean, think about it. Do, do you really just, would you take two slices of bread and put bacon in between it and eat that? And eat that? Would you take two Maybe. slices of bread and put mayonnaise between it and eat that? I it mean, is true. And so, and in the, in, as if this was the conversation to put my dietitian hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that thing out now. We do label it as a fat because it has more grams of fat per serving than protein. So it is not considered. You would have to eat entirely too much bacon for it to be considered a lean meat. Well, it's not a lean meat, but to be considered a meat serving, the amount of fat that it would bring along with it would be tremendous and sodium. So it is more of like... You know, it's like the topping. It's like the cherry on the milkshake. It's like the bacon's just sort of there for, for crunch and flavor. It's a, what do they call it, a, a coudement, like a, <laughs> I did better than I thought I would. Uh, it, it, how do they, compliments, compliments the, the meal or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Grilled pimento cheese, I've seen several, Jake and the Delta said, with a fried egg is next level. Grilled cheese is cheese, bread, and some type of fat to cook it in. Fat choices. Oh, Mike in Oxford. You are a grilled cheese connoisseur. Fat choices are usually butter, olive oil, or bacon drippings. However, for a special treat, use mayo as the fat. Hey, Mike from Oxford, since you're in Oxford, I found where there is a hidden grilled cheese restaurant, and it may be one of Mississippi's best-kept secrets, so the article says. And apparently it's in Oxford, and it's the downstairs bar, and it's located in the square there in Oxford. But they have zero social media. They have zero way of getting in contact with them. I think they only allow, like, 25 in at a time you go it's down Faulkner's Alley which is right next to Old Venice Pizza Company there on the square and they have the secret grilled cheese it's dubbed the secret grilled cheese place the bar specializes in grilled cheese sandwiches but they aren't your average grilled cheese sandwiches so the legend goes because I've worked my tail off today to find a way to share this more with you and it really is a secret like you can't it's a grilled cheese speakeasy. It's a grilled cheese speakeasy. I can't find anybody who's willing to speak on the topic. So all the articles I found about the da- downstairs bar or the secret grilled cheese place uh, was back in like 2018, 2019. So I'm curious, if you're from Oxford, did it make, did it survive the, the woes of the last couple of years for the restaurant industry? I would love to know if someone um, has been there, if they, if they enjoy it. There's a few things, though, they say you need to know before you visit, DSB, as they call it. It's a bar, so you have to be 21 and older. There's a strict dress code that bans T-shirts for men and women, so you got to be a little nicer dressed. got to have a collar. It's only open Thursday through Sunday from 10 p.m. to midnight, and it allows just 25 people in at a time, and I'm reading out of only in your state's article, just to let you know where. So the wait is very likely, but well worth it. And once you're inside, you have to keep your phone or your camera in your pocket because photos are strictly forbidden. And apparently, if you get caught taking a photo, you'll be asked to delete it, or depending on the circumstances, you may be asked to leave. So depending on, it's the secret grilled cheese place. Do you know about it? Is it a myth? Is it a legend? Is it still open? Have you ever eaten there? Are we going to get in trouble for exposing it on the air? air? I don't know. Well, they were the 
article about it. <laughs> so, I mean, they wanted some publicity, but now I'm wondering, you know, is it just completely made up? Is it fictitious? And on the other hand, I'm like, this is genius. Why didn't every town have a grilled cheese speakeasy? I feel like that is something that could totally catch on, particularly the times it's open from 10 to 2 uh, or 10 to midnight. Yeah, that raised an eyebrow for me because that reminds me of when I was in college, we had we didn't have a grilled cheese speakeasy. But we did have a random dude pizza delivery service where they were just making pizzas in their kitchen. Homemade pizzas. They were delicious. And would bring them to you after the pizza places were closed. Because of that, I So they were only open from like 10 o'clock at night till early in the morning because all the other pizza places closed up shop, but you still had college kids wanting pizza. Is there a secret knock to get in? Dan in Hattiesburg wanted to know. I don't know, but you know, I wonder if they use MSU cheese there at the Oxford Secret <laughs> Grilled Cheese Place. Maybe that's why they don't want you to know about it. See, we figured it out. We figured it out. See, all the speculation when you don't come out and just talk about your establishment, all the rumors get um, get started. Someone said it's still going, so I would love to know. Um, you just opened Pandora's box. The restaurant police are looking for me now. Well, it was already out there. Like, you did an article. I, but, y'all, I seriously tried to hunt this place down today. And I can't find any any reputable sort of, other than, I'm not saying this article is not reputable. But um, anyone will talk about it. So, who knows? But it sounds to me like it's a setup and sort of the mystery behind it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And it's got to be attached to something else. I would, I'm going to assume most restaurant models can't survive rent on the square, only being open two hours every couple of days and only allowing 20-something people in at a time. So yeah, that would be tough be, to make that math work. Right. So there, there's there's a story there. But, I mean, they're keeping it very... Elusive. Even in this article, they don't mention the owner's name. They mention it by how they how they put it. Something owner X, I think, is how they said it. So keeping it's all a mystery. So I need to know: Have you ever had a grilled cheese from the downstairs bar, dubbed the DSB, there in Oxford? It's right there on the square. Did you even know about it? Is there now going to be a you got to keep the DSB on the DL. On the, like a, you know, a mile long line. Or the grilled cheese CIA the grilled cheese, just because of me. <laughs> you know, maybe, I don't know. We'll have to, well, today's not Thursday, so you'll have to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> till 10 o'clock to go go and try it out. All right, stick with us. we got more for you up next. Beat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. You 
can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Have you downloaded that yet? And you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And we've got a chance for you to win some tickets. And I will tell you a little insider information if you're waiting to hear who won the Morgan Wallen tickets. I do know, because I saw it with my own eyes, that winners have been drawn. But it will uh-huh. be, we will have to, it will be coming who they are. So that is still in process. So it has been is one step closer if you're wondering about that. So continue to hang tight. You still may be the lucky, lucky winner for that. But we will find out. The, but we have a chance for you to win something. We'll tell you who the winner is today for this. The Mockingbird Singer Sing, Songwriters Music Festival takes place this Friday and Saturday at the Spectacular Gin and Dunleith in Leland. Jen at Dunleith. John at Dunleith. Jen at Dunleith. Jen at Dunleith. Why is that so hard to say? Jen at Dunleith. I can't be the only one that struggled with that today. A, a plethora of Steve Azar's hit songwriting friends will be joining him him on stage for an event you aren't going to want to miss. So tickets are on sale now. you got to go to 2023mockingbirdfestival.com, I mean .eventbrite.com. And now is your chance, though, to win a pair of tickets to the Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival. What are you feeling like, Rhino? Be the 29th person to text into the ceasefire text line that is 601-879-4395 with the key phrase to win a pair of tickets the key phrase is leland l-e-l-a-n-d well you don't technically have to spell it right you know what we know where your heart's at if you get it even halfway right so that's uh leland at 601-879-4395 number number 29 so rhino will Rhino will keep up with that and um, and counting. I saw a good headline over on uh, supertalk.fm. Don't forget that if you want to stay up to date on all of the Mississippi stories, our, Missis- our Supertalk Mississippi news team is doing a great job covering, covering those. So to stay up to date, you can sign up for the free weekly newsletter at supertalk.fm slash newsletter. And you may have seen all of the uh, blackout tags that have gone super popular over the last, what is that now, year? year and a half two years i think it is I think it's only been a year a year um where if you had a personalized tag and you chose to pay the extra fee then you could have the ever so popular blackout tag tags well governor Rees approved making mississippi blackout tags available for generic use meaning if you don't have a creative phrase word special meaning number lord knows what to put on your tag you can still now opt in to having um, a blackout tag. It is an extra um, expense. I was reading in the article to see what it was. I think it's 38 or $36. But the cool part is all of those funds, like a lot of the specialized tags do, they're opportunities for us to help uh, good things or good organizations or good programs. So this, if you buy into the blackout tag, it goes to law enforcement officers and firefighters death benefits uh, trust fund. I can't think of a, uh, of a better thing for you to do if you want to look a little snazzy um, on the back and I think over 36,000 blackout plates have been issued through the state since July of 2022 so it's not even a year yet so we're coming up on a year this summer and it's already provided more than a million dollars in funding to families of law enforcement and firefighters who have passed um, in the line of duty so I think that's that's cool and you know what if you got the right car and you got the right look it is you know it's 
humans today like to personalize things and they like to have options so you now have the option that's not a new thing no but humans like to do that so we now have the option you can have a blackout tag with or without personalization i'm not sure when it will take an effect i'm assuming you can ask the next probably july one you go and um, have to get uh, your license plate um I guess renewed. And make sure you do that. Here's your friendly reminder just to check to see if your license plate has expired. They will give you a ticket for that. And if you haven't looked at the calendar, tax day is next week. Oh. So if you haven't started on that, you probably want to get that ball rolling. Yes. And we had a winner, winner chicken dinner. So thank you all for uh, playing into that. And just to remind you, you can still get tickets if you didn't win. That's at 2023mockingbirdfestival.eventbrite.com. And that's coming up uh, this weekend. But speaking of a license plate, you think $36, $38. And that's one reason I never had a personalized one. One, it really stresses me out to think about, like, what would I want my license plate to be? Uh, It's kind of like why I also don't have a tattoo, nothing against them. I just, it's the anxiety of of thinking of the perfect thing that would be there forever. Um, But it's also paying the extra, like, I'm just not going to do that. That's just not for me. But there are places where they sell, like, the the cost of license plate or to get certain license plate, they go up for auction or they go up for for sale. What what even in your wildest mind do you think the record-breaking sale for license plate, I'm going to say in the UAE, so that is overseas. The United Arab Emirates. Yes. So over there, what the what one particular, I'll tell you what it is after you guess what it went up to sell for. They bought it. They bought the rights to have this particular I think I actually plate. know this story. I don't remember the exact number. but Oh, it's a stupid. It's $15 it's like, million. Yeah, I was, was going to say it was, it was way up there. And it's for P7. Well, that's not even the one I was thinking of. No. There was a whole boatload paid in the United Arab Emirates for, I believe, the license plate that just had one on it. Just to be the first one? Yeah, just to have That is kind of cool if you are the first to get to buy into whatever the special license plates are for the variety of different causes out there. Um, this at least did go, I guess, to a good cause. It supported the one billion meal endowment campaign, so I guess... You can look at it as at least you paid forth into something worthy, but still, I need to know like what is what's P seven, but fourteen million nine hundred seventy five thousand three hundred fifty six dollars to be exact, and it beat the Guinness World Record for the most expensive car license plate, which was fourteen million two hundred thousand, and that was the one in the auction back in two thousand and eight. My thing is like I. I I have dreamed about, not dreamed like into that full extent, but like wondered what it would be like to have a Guinness World Record, right? We've discussed that here. Like, what would we do? What could we do? I don't know if I want, like, I don't want to buy one. So that is, <laughs> you know, if I had that kind of cash, I don't think I would be putting it towards buying my way into the Guinness World Book um, records. I'm going to throw my older brother under the bus because the the lesson I learned as a young lad was learned at my older brother's expense and through stories told by my parents about this experience because my older brother got his license got his first car Mm -hmm. went and got a personalized tag and then proceeded to speed through the neighborhood Mm -hmm. and a neighbor came and knocked on the door one night and asked does your son drive a car with this tag on it 
There's no denying and it now. You can't run away from that. That is another reason I do not have stickers or any other. I make it sound like I want to completely fly under the radar, but I kind of do. I mean, it's it's. I hate hearing that. I saw you. No, you didn't. <laughs> or if you see something, you automatically like, hey, um, to be able to pick pick someone out. Uh, and I mean, I'm not real weird about it, but that is one of the reasons I. It's like, did you see me? I don't know. It wasn't me. But Paula Meridian brings up a good one. Good things, but good THS, which I think would be, I wonder if it's taken. That would be another thing. It's like. Yeah, if you had a really good idea for a tag and you, you save the money up and go get it. And sorry, that one's already taken. Well, dang it. Did you see the one going around social media, at least for those who grew up from a certain um, musical era and live here in the central area that would have a, or it had a Jackson, because it's your county, right? Like Correct. it's not your city. And it said, I'm sorry, MS. And then so you read it all out down to the thing. So it's, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I can't be real. So you'd be a very specific generation who would get that. But I thought, man, that is clever. And then on road trips, too, did y'all play the game where you would try, like, to figure out, or even now, it doesn't be road trips, to figure out, like, what the license plate reads? Oh, yeah. Well, we would try to figure out what state it was first. So if you're pulling up behind a car on the on the interstate, you're getting closer and closer. We would be looking out the, the windshield trying to figure out, all right, is that blue on top? Is that a green? What is, is that Wyoming? No. What is that? And then on long road trips, if you really had those back before digital devices, you had the check off every state. Try oh, yeah, to find, travel bingo. Yeah, try to find all with the, the state license plates. With the little cardboard with the little red plastic slidey things on it. Uh-huh. And it was, some states were really hard. And then you start thinking, man, you are far from home. Like wherever, especially if you call one from like New York or you even get, occasionally you'll see one from like the California, Hawaii area and you're like, Jeez. Did you ever try to play the rug version of checkers that they sold at the Cracker Barrel on a road trip? No. In the back seat where you lay out the little rug and get the gigantic pieces? No, but it sounds like a whole lot of fun. Because it wouldn't slide everywhere if it's big enough. Or no, wait, that's back in the day when you pulled out the middle seat in the van so everyone could sit in the middle and ride on their trips. They didn't have to be buckled in and constrained. Or maybe that was just my family. I don't know. All right, stick with us. we got more up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome 
back to good things. Don't forget, we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. And the boys are going to be on the move. They're coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. And on Thursday, that is tomorrow, they're going to be live at Divinity Equipment and Rental in Madison for their Spring Dealer Days. So come enjoy food from Country Meat Packers, giveaways, equipment demos, and so much uh, more, plus instant coupons from Kubota. That's Sports Talk Mississippi coming up tomorrow. That's Thursday at Divinity Equipment and Rental on Highway 51 in Madison. And I'm so jelly of the demos. So I hope they get to drive some heavy machinery and have a lot of fun. Coming up on Friday, Good Things is going to be on the move. We're going to be live on Friday from 2 to 3 at the Laurel Mercantile in the Laurel Mercantile Yard there in Laurel. We're going to be talking about the hit TV show Hometown, of course, in the Laurel Mercantile and Scotsman uh, Company, which I think is going to be a whole lot of fun. And while we're on it, congratulations to Laurel Main Street because you guys were recently named a top 50 uh, small town by Southern Living in its annual South's Best Listed Voted on Southern Living readers across uh, 14 states. So I thought that was pretty cool. Congratulations to you guys and all the work that you're doing um, doing there. And then Guard Mama on Saturday. We're all on the move the next coming uh, couple days. Guard Mama, Miss Nellie Neal, uh, she is going to be Saturday 8 from 10 at Greenwood Marketplace in Greenwood. So if you're out that way, come and welcome spring with Garden Mama at Greenwood Marketplace for the weekend gardening and that this Saturday morning. Spring's definitely in the air. Things are starting to grow. I bought some ferns, which means that it's Jesus has risen, which is usually <laughs> around the time that I do that. And, and then, you know, they will go meet him again at some point when I forget to water them. But everybody's getting excited about their gardens and getting outside and planting and planting some things so it's a good time it's a good time of year we're slowly My two moving fake in. plants on the front porch are still going strong do you have fake plants i do do you really i brought them from the old place they were not mine but they were at the old place and i had to clean it out and i figured well they're perfectly good fake plants i'll take them to the new place so now they're on the front porch i love a good fake plant that completely throws you off we have a little vine like the, you <laughs> one know. of them is pretty good because the the landscapers have trimmed it a couple times oh that's awesome and then it doesn't grow back we have a <laughs> we have a vine in our house a little ivy thing and it's because she doesn't get nourished as much as probably mother nature would appreciate she really hasn't grown as 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 um abundantly as maybe she could have over the last maybe year or so but she hasn't died on me because i i do whoosh in and make sure she stays with us it's just we're not thriving and when we move the house <laughs> and i put her in her new spot and i asked Dalka, i said hun do you think she'll get enough light and the look he gave me gave me was she's fake right i was like no that's a real plant <laughs> He said, she hadn't grown an inch since you got her like two years ago. I was like, shut up. I am doing, I am absolutely doing my best. So he was completely fooled that it was a, it was a real plant, but she is real for as much as I know. I, I water her whether, I mean, maybe that's why she hasn't died, but you do see some where you go and you're like, wow, is that real or is that not? And you do the whole testy testaroo um, to it. You should never do that with the fake fruit though. That's just assume it's real. Don't buy <laughs> or assume it's fake, whichever just assume it's not it's not there. If it's in a bowl nicely presented, it's either fake or it's just not for the taking. I guess I've just never come across a sufficiently convincing fake fruit in a bowl. Because I mean I've seen an apple before in a bowl and <laughs> picked it up and it didn't feel heavy enough to be an apple. So I was like, This that's not right. Put it back down. 
When we moved into our very first house and I was going to actually decorate, I went into one of those prestigious interior places here in central Mississippi looking for something to go into a dough bowl, if you know what that is. People put the things in it. This was also 15 years ago now. And so I was much, much younger and naive. And I found pears, the red pears. And I took them up there and I got 10 of them because they went to my dough bowl. I took them up there and she rung me up and she was like, that's $200 and something. I almost peed my pants. I was like, I just looked at her and blinked real big and then handed my credit card because it was like, I'm in it now. Those pears have moved with us everywhere we went. (laughs) They're out now. (laughs) And it was a lesson learned. You check the price before you go and pay. Those were 20 dollar a piece pairs never again yeah i don't think i don't think i gotta pull the trigger on that ah well it just you know you just look at it like oh no what have i done what have i done and then you pay for them and you take them and they've they were even in the rental house they have been in my sight for the last 15 <laughs> 15 years and they will be passed down to neely and with the story East, with the story Absolutely. And the dough bowl, which was a gift, which was a wedding gift. (laughs) All right, stick with us. You got more coming up next with the boys from 3 to 6 with Sports Talk Mississippi. Rhino and I meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.